Living on Earth relies on listeners like you to keep producing award-winning journalism for the planet. Please make your contribution today at LOE.org. Nigeria produces roughly 2 million barrels of oil every day and is one of the largest exporters in the world. Yet the enforcement of environmental laws is lax in this West African nation, and oil spills are rife, though seldom reported. But a recent huge spill from an ExxonMobil facility is getting attention. It has devastated fishing and apparently spread oil across perhaps 20 miles of water offshore from the Niger Delta. Tim Cox, the chief correspondent for Reuters in Nigeria, joins us via Skype. He says the Exxon subsidiary in Nigeria has admitted responsibility and is working to clean up the mess. Exxon says that they are doing their very best uh, to contain it. At the last, what we heard from them was sort of late last month, and they said that we are using dispersants to try and get rid of it. They're doing their best to clean it up, and that the cause of the spill is still being uh, investigated. Now, there was a similar spill, as I understand it, from an Exxon facility uh, back in August. How does this one compare to the August spill? I'm actually a little bit on the spot there because we've had so many oil spills that uh, you do start to forget which one is which and which one was bigger than which. Also, there isn't usually very much information about the spill. Uh, The only way to find out is to go down there and and look at it and to see how far it's spread. And even that, it's very hard to get an accurate picture because so much oil has been spilt, particularly on the the onshore swampy areas of the Niger Delta uh, over the years, that often you might get to a place where locals say this is the spill from Exxon or from Shell or from one of these companies, and it's just, it's impossible to say whether that is from that spill or from one that happened earlier. We're talking about something that happens very, very frequently. So whether this spill is worse than anything we've had for a while, I really don't know. I don't think anyone knows exactly how many barrels uh, were actually spilt in this. Now, why are these big spills so frequent there in Nigeria? Am I right to assume that the penalties uh, for a spill in Nigeria don't compare to the penalties, say, here in the United States? There are definitely penalties for oil spills. The issue is that they're not generally enforced and that there's definitely a perception that the Nigerian government either can't or or won't enforce uh, any kind of punitive measures against oil companies for spills. What this really does show is that the oil companies are not following best practice in Nigeria the way they would have to, somewhere like the Gulf of Mexico, where if you spill oil, as BP uh, just discovered, it's a whole load of trouble for you. The main argument that the oil companies have for the continuation of oil spill on a regular basis is that it's not really their fault, it's the fault of oil thieves who hack into pipelines and steal the oil so that they can either refine it for sale to the local market or sell it on ships going to to be refined uh, elsewhere outside of the country. Just to give you an idea of just how much oil is is being stolen, the finance ministry came up with an estimate recently uh, in which they said something like a fifth of Nigeria's oil is lost to theft. Putting it in context, that's 400,000 barrels a day of oil being stolen. It is a major problem and it certainly is a major contributor to the spills. If 400,000 barrels of oil are being being stolen every day, that's not exactly a mom-and-pop business. I mean, there must be enterprises that are dealing in this. It is a multi-billion dollar business. There is complicity uh, at all levels, according to experts in this field. Complicity between the security forces and the oil thieves, 
between some uh, local politicians and possibly even some politicians at the federal level, and of course between uh, international criminal networks, because the vast majority of this oil isn't refined local or sold locally, it's sold abroad. The main networks buying it are in Singapore, which uh, is, makes sense because it's, it's a major refining center. I think it's the biggest refining center in the world. And in the Balkans, where you have criminal networks that are known for things like uh, trafficking sex workers or selling cigarettes. So it is a huge international criminal enterprise. Have you seen an oil spill yourself there? Yes, I, I made a visit down to the Ogoniland region, which is one of the worst affected by oil spills. Ogoniland is where Nigeria first discovered oil and it's where it first started pumping oil you know, more than 50 years ago. There were two major spills by um, Shell, which is the, the leading operator in Nigeria, uh, I think around 2008. And Shell accepted responsibility for those spills. They didn't sort of try and say it was oil thieves or anything. The places that I saw, and we went out on a boat quite a long way, you could just see dead mangroves for miles around, these kind of blackened husks of mangrove trees. Oil was absolutely everywhere. And, and we're talking sort of several years after the original spill. And so whether it was just the 4,000 barrels that Shell says was spilt, or whether it was more like Amnesty International suggests, several hundred thousand barrels, it clearly had a very damaging impact. You know, there were fishermen out in the water and they, they'd come back and there'd be a few little fish that they had that were sort of tainted in this rainbow film of oil, clearly really struggling to make ends meet with the waters so thoroughly poisoned by this oil. How's the wildlife faring with all this oil? Uh, well, the Niger Delta is a major, majorly important hub for wildlife. It's a, a huge expanse of mangrove swamps and creeks, rainforest. You know, when I was down there, I, I could see herons and, and other, other birds that liked that water treading through what was effectively an oil slick. So in terms of what it has actually done to the overall wildlife in the region, I don't know. I'm not even sure if anyone has done a comprehensive study. How is civil society in Nigeria responding to this epidemic of oil spills? Of course, famously, a number of years ago, uh, Ken Sarawiwa, speaking in protest about this, uh, was ultimately executed for his efforts. The Ogoniland communities are still very much trying to keep that activism uh, from that time alive. Of course, the problem is that they do feel as if no one is really listening to them. The statistics would say that Nigeria is one of the top 20 oil-producing countries on the planet. What does that mean in terms of money for the people of Nigeria and for the Nigerian government? For the Nigerian government, it means that a huge cash register goes off every day. Huge amounts of petrodollars pour into their treasury. What does it mean for the people? I think most Nigerians would say that it hasn't meant very much for them, other than everything's very, very expensive. Oil has been with Nigeria for many decades, and they don't really feel, most people don't feel, that they've benefited from it. They feel it's going into the government coffers uh, and then in people's pockets. Tim Cox is the chief correspondent for Reuters, based in Nigeria. Thanks so much, Tim. Thank you. Asked for comment, ExxonMobil's managing director for its Nigerian operations, Mark Ward, sent us an email assuring us that mobile-producing Nigeria is committed to a speedy and comprehensive cleanup. Our oil spill response plans have been quickly implemented in line with this objective.